I often flirted with suicide. I often kind of daydreamed about it and, you know, the particular ways that I wanted to do that. I was at rock bottom and I knew that if I didn't make a change, I'd be in a mental institution. Real life starts now. This is Real Life Radio Show with On Leg. I felt alone. I felt lost. I felt scared. Real stories. I was so desperate in living such a dark and callous life. Real people. I was thinking there was no purpose for my life. There's no reason for me to be here. Real problems. I told my dad, if you try to take these drugs, I'm going to kill you. One solution, God. Hope is a person, and his name is Jesus. And now your host, On Leg. Hi, this is Evangelist Tom Lay. Welcome to the Real Life Radio Show, where we're going to talk to real people who had real problems but found answers and a real God. Now, lately, we've been talking about supernatural powers, and many people in America see movies that can cause this deep desire to have these supernatural powers, and many are wondering if there's power in the occult. Now, if there is power in the occult, where is this power coming from, and is it dangerous? On our last show, we had Derek Grosskirth, who was in the occult of Satanism. He shared about how he was younger, and he had an absent father, so he was seeking who he was. He got into the occult from influence from a warlock down the road, but he saw all the witchcraft work when he stole something from the warlock, and he encountered spirits that helped to bring those stolen things back to the warlock, and he also experienced a curse being placed on him. So, he was like, hey... I need to find out what these powers are. And so he got into it. He started using tarot cards, doing seances, and many other occultic practices until he started hearing voices and he couldn't turn those things off. So definitely something not good here. But Derek, I'm really glad to have you back on the show. Thanks for having me back on. Yes, Derek. So let's get into it. I understand that you're doing seances with your girlfriend and you started hearing these voices talking to you like little children. What happened? Well, one of the main movies that I was watching at the time was a movie called The Craft. And so it painted something that looked a lot like Wicca, but it made it real beautiful that you can be one with nature and contact the gods and goddesses and things like that. So I would want it to be something more like along those lines. So we got into Wicca and what I ended up finding out is that's not the case. They may paint themselves to be these beautiful angelic beings or whatever, but they are out to deceive people, to lie to people, to confuse people. And they want people almost in a mad vegetative state. Mm. They want control of your mind so they can have control of your body. And so I was at that place where I was there. They were speaking to me in foreign languages that I didn't understand. Mm. I would see them in my house. I would hear footsteps running through the hallways. It was a place of torment of something I was trying to reach out to for protection or just for, you know, at the same time, I was lonely. I didn't have any friends. I felt like I wanted to touch the other side. So Mm. it got really bad. I would get to these places where they would pull me into a realm, a dimension where I would see them all. I would see colors and shapes and silhouettes of beings and I couldn't make anything out and I would hear them all at the same time and I would turn really pale. My skin would turn white. I couldn't breathe and I would get really cold and I would just cry until I came out of that state and I would just be gasping for breath. And so I was just at this place, man, just rock bottom, coughing up blood, just really sick. And I knew that I needed Jesus back in my life. Wow. Now, before this, I understand that when you were younger, you had temporarily prayed and became a Christian. So go back to that moment before we continue to talk about the moment where you're bleeding out of your mouth. 
Yeah, I just remembered just serving God. I think it was maybe two years prior. And I remembered that when I was at rock bottom, when I had all of these demonic entities just running free in my mind. And I remembered that peace that I had in Christ that seemed so far away. But a part of me wanted it so much because I wanted to be free. I would even remember we would try to be going to McDonald's to order food. And I couldn't look the people in the eyes to order. I would have to whisper in my girlfriend's ear to place an order for me. I was scared of people. Uh I thought everybody was looking at me and everybody was talking about me. It was really terrifying. So that's when I knew that enough was enough and I needed the hope of Christ back in my life again. My gosh. So you kind of experienced God but didn't fully surrender and you gave back into witchcraft. So can you tell us about that? Definitely. I was an impressionable teen and I'd met Christ during the summer where all we would do was just read the scriptures and pray and go to Bible studies and go to church and all of this. It was during the summer of a new city I was in. I didn't know anybody but Christians. And so when it was time for me to go to school to start my freshman year of high school, I went there and there were no Christians. There were people there who were into a lot of the things that I was into. There was really no accountability and there was peer pressure and stuff. So for a teenager, it's very hard to be by yourself living for Christ, especially in those situations. So going back to the moment where you're bleeding out of your mouth, you're now at the rock bottom in your life. You are being tormented. Did you want to take your life at that time? Well, mentally, I often flirted with suicide. I often kind of daydreamed about it and, you know, the particular ways that I wanted to do that. And I was fascinated with it, but I was too chicken to even try it. I guess I loved myself too much to do it, but I was just at rock bottom. And I knew that if I didn't make a change, I'd be in a mental institution. Mm, so you are at a desperate moment and you turn to your girlfriend who's doing seances with you and you ask her to pray for you in the name of Jesus. So what happened? Yeah. So at the very bottom, I asked her, I said, I need you to pray with me. We need this to stop. And she was willing to pray. So we prayed together that night. She prayed that God would heal me and protect me. I went to sleep. I woke up the next morning and I felt 100% better. And I went to our altar and I took everything, all of our posters, the different things that we would offer to the other foreign gods. I threw everything away, all of my old clothing with band t-shirts and stuff like that. I threw it all away, threw it in the garbage. And my girlfriend was freaking out. She thought that I was having some type of nervous breakdown and and she didn't understand. Mm -hmm. And I told her, I gave her the ultimatum. I said, if we're going to make this work, if we're going to stay together, then I have to follow Jesus and you're going to have to follow him with me. If not, (laughs) as far as I'm concerned, it's over. And she loved me with all of her heart and she wanted to believe, but she told me, she said, I can't believe in Jesus. I just don't believe in him. Uh How am I supposed to believe in something like that? I said, look, well, we believe in the gods and goddesses and the moon spirits and all of these entities and stuff. If we can believe in that, we can put our faith in Jesus. And if we can do this for two weeks, and if our life isn't 100% better, then we'll go back to the occult and we'll go back. Uh That's how confident I knew that Jesus was, that I knew that there was a hope that I was a part of for some period of time, that he would welcome me back and he would heal me and he would change her life. And he did. Wow. That is amazing, Derek. I understand that you're no longer hearing voices and all that weird stuff with the spirits are no longer happening and you are free from all of that torment. What would you say to someone who has opened themselves up to the ways of the occult if they're in torment as well? I would tell them that the enemy wants to pervert the things of God. He wants to 
lure you away from the things of the Lord. And so if you're involved in any of that stuff, if you've opened up any doors playing with Ouija boards or opening up your mind to foreign spirits, I just want to tell you that there is peace and there is love and there's forgiveness and acceptance in the person of Jesus Christ, that he gave his life for you as a sin offering, that he would take all of your wrongs, all of your sins, that he bore that upon himself, that if you will call out to him and you would ask him to come in your heart, that he'll forgive you of your sins and make you new. And I just want to tell you that the scripture says that Jesus opens doors that no man can open, and he shuts doors that no man can close. And those doors that you may have opened can be shut by the power of Jesus. And he is so beautiful, guys. Wonderful, Derek. This testimony has taught us so much. Thanks so much for sharing how God delivered you from darkness and brought you into his glorious light. God is so good. And we really appreciated hearing what we heard from you. Thanks so much. Amen. Thank you. Hold tight. Let's dive deeper into what you just heard right after the break. My friends, this is Evangelist Anlay, and I have a huge heart to study how Jesus is working in people's lives today and how he can change the lives of so many more. Will you partner with me to get this show on another radio station in a different state? Together, we're learning and demonstrating that Jesus is alive and touching lives everywhere. Help us to get out the good news. We're looking for monthly giving partners from $5 a month to $100 a month. Anything helps. You can learn more about this by going to AwakeningTheNations.com. That's AwakeningTheNations.com. Real Life Radio is a ministry of Awakening the Nations, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that depends on your donations. If you would like to find out more about Awakening the Nations or make a tax-deductible donation, please visit our website at awakeningthenations.com or call us at 877-480-4477. That's awakeningthenations.com or 877-480-4477. More real life starts now. Welcome back to the show. We're going to go deeper into what you just heard. So what do you think about this? It's amazing how Derek turned away from his witchcraft and Satanism in order to follow Jesus. It is such a sharp contrast of his life before he met Jesus. And maybe your life isn't so extreme like Derek's. But know this, a life with Jesus will sharply contrast a life without a relationship with Jesus. You know, Derek in his peril, he couldn't call on the powers that he discovered with witchcraft and Satanism. He couldn't get out of the problem of his mind being tormented. But you might be wondering, how did coming back to God suddenly solve his problems with the torment he had in his mind? Well, isn't it written in ancient writings in 2 Chronicles 7.14? If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. According to this scripture, God is a forgiving God. And if we turn to him, asking him to come into our lives, he will fix our lives for the better. He will chase out the darkness and bring healing into our land. Whether that land is our country, our homes, our bodies, our minds, Jesus will heal us. It is written in Ephesians 5.8, For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. This verse is the same for Derek, who was in the darkness of witchcraft. And this verse is the same for anyone dwelling in any darkness of sin. When Jesus comes into your life, He is the light. And He is the light when He comes into our lives, our spirits, 
and we become like Him. We become like the light, no longer darkness. And it's amazing to hear that this happened to Derek. His mind got filled with the light of Jesus. His heart got filled with the Lord. And I'm sensing someone is listening right now and you're like, I need that. I need this to come into my heart, my mind. I have darkness in my life. I need Jesus. Let's pray if that's you. Lord God, I'm lifting up the person. Maybe it's not witchcraft. Maybe it's not that type of stuff. But for whatever reason, they know that they're in this place in their life where they're like, gosh, I just feel like life is so dark. I feel like I can't see clearly. I feel like things aren't as crystal clear in my life. And I know I'm doing wrong. And I don't know how to get away from that. Jesus, I thank you, Lord, that we don't have to make ourselves right before we come to you. We can come to you right now. So Jesus, we come to you. We ask for that glorious light to come into our lives. Jesus, we open up our hearts right now. Drive away every dark entity out of our lives right now. Let it be gone right now in Jesus' name. And Father, you are our Heavenly Father. And Lord Jesus, we receive you and your pureness, your holiness, and your goodness. We ask for this in Jesus' mighty name. I hope you're blessed by this testimony. And I know that your life was touched. If you want to know more about us or to make a tax-deductible donation, please check us out at AwakeningTheNations.com. That's AwakeningTheNations.com. See you next time.